Rocking chair, chair sessions. sessions. With Elisa Di Batista, Maria Teresa Barber. Hello, everyone, and welcome to RCS Rocking Chair Sessions, Volume 84, with artist Valeria Yamamoto. Welcome, Valeria. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Thank Valeria. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> we just pulled Valeria out of a Wave Maker Grand session so we can start recording before the big crowd leaves the room, right? So sorry about that. <laughs> so if it gets noisy, it's because there's lots of resident lots of artists leaving yeah. um, the uh, important after. meeting. How was the session so far? Did you oh, learn something? It, it was interesting. Yes. yes. Informative. Have yes. you applied before to the Wave Maker it, Grand? No. Not yet? Mm-mm. It's one of like the main... Like many grants that we have here in South Florida, that artists try to apply for to get some extra money for their artist practice and upcoming projects and things that they have coming up. But any, any enough about that. Let's talk about your studio, Valeria. And I want to mm. jump into your studio not just because it's here at the big house outside, but because you have one of the really nice fufu outdoor spaces because it has AC. How long did it take for you here at the bakehouse to be able to get one of those spaces? Because most of them are like, you know, just like fence and like wooden and like... No, all of them have AC now, right? This side, yes. On the concrete ones, they have AC. Even the the other one, I have a little AC. A little tiny AC as well. So it was outside and inside. So (laughs) (laughs) the base of both worlds. Was your studio always like that, or did you start off with one of like the warmer studios, or you always had? Uh, mm, no, I have like a the, the little AC in the A little one. tiny one, anyways. Yes, it looks the one that looks like a little house. Oh, with the, windows and a little. Oh, outside you had that one. Yes, from oh, the beginning. Oh, really? Oh, Before. you looked out. That's nice. How long have you been at the bakehouse? Four already. Four. Four years almost. So you started in 2012? No, that no, was 13. not. 13? Maybe a year before 13. I got here then, right? Or two yeah. years? No, one. I think one. Yeah. A while ago. Yes, I said that I don't It was a long time. It feels so long. Right. It feels like, yeah. It's I, I remember you've always been here since I moved in. You were always here. And I... Um, I definitely wanted to talk to you because there were a couple of works that I remember seeing, you know, in person, not just on the website, but one of them was um, the Mockingbird Trail up mm-hmm. in Fort Lauderdale. Oh, have you check it out? I was there at the oh. event. Oh. I was there at the opening. And I actually, as we do sometimes with uh, Stephanie last week as well, when we have studios here, we don't really realize all the other projects that that you know artists are doing i never mm. knew how many public art projects you've been doing already it's pretty mm. incredible mm. at least two of them i'm thinking two. the feathers and then the cloud like you have a few yes and the other I, the last one that i did like i was like a eight feet tall is in sunny too but that one i did it in a in a shop not in the bay house in another shop that i used to work mm-hmm. yes 
And the Mockingbird Trail, can you tell us a little bit about how that project the came together? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my God, it was a long time. I can't imagine. I mean, that was a massive project. That was incredible. <laughs> She's sitting here, you know, yeah. holding her hands up and the air. That's kind of what we are learning so far. The yeah. public art it's takes a lot easy. of... It's quite yes, a it takes Because the project started from an idea and a small grand and then it wasn't coming from this actual city so the spaces it was they were finding the spaces mm -hmm. on the way so there were a lot of permits even like a, a yes private properties and so um so yes it was <laughs> it was an incredible and project oh, it was mm. really incredible i can imagine that yeah. and because there were two aspects that you did two different mm -hmm. kind of artworks right one of them were these uh round concrete plates or like uh um, like stepping stones the stepping yeah. stepping stones uh -huh. yeah that had the uh, imprint of a uh, mockingbird yes and then there were the feathers, right? Yes, the feathers. So, and I mentioned also the the hatching, the eggshell. The eggshell. No, it's still like a. I don't know if it's going. Yes, I don't know if it's going to be done or not yet. Uh -huh. But uh, and actually, they invite me to have a. They have the project for having the idea of the a trail the art trail, but he wasn't sure what it was or what it could be, it was benches, installations or something. So I came up with the idea of the, mo the gigantic mockingbird that it was a fairy tale story that, you know, like a, was, it was, for me, it was in a, in a way like a, um, playing around with things that I'm interested in or, you know, pay, you pay attention to like, all oh, the big food or things, but it's like a kind of childish, but people that are, yeah, you know, we, we are like a little bit. Like, we like have a, to stay gigantic, um, squid, things like uh, always the stories around things, and there are like uh, hints of oh, there was a fight here, there was something, and there is a mark with a, a whale that was uh, with a squid at this side. That um, we, people fantasize about like a gigantic uh, animals. So that was I was playing around a, bit, a little bit with that. So the the idea was like a having like a, a evidence of the existence, but you never see the actual bird. So that was the the whole idea. And also was playing with the changing the color because the thing is about the mockingbird, it, it was something uh, is the. Um, the state bird from Florida. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty dull for big Florida. You know, I said, why and great. It's this really cool bird, but it was, uh, it means it wasn't color. So I was playing around with the idea also with the coloration that uh, there are plenty of oranges in Florida. It's known for that also. So by eating those oranges, they actually eat orange. Like a, they change the coloration. Like I know the flamingos, they do that. They, the shrimp, yeah. The shrimp. They get pink. Really? Because, yes. Yes. That's yeah, why why? flamingos are pink because they eat shrimp, yeah. Even if you eat a lot of carrot, you, you're going to change the color of your skin. So I was going a step far. You're like <laughs> hoping sense, to like like change the color of the mockingbird into orange because orange. of its orange consumption. I like that idea. Yes, so, why an so I was playing the, with the, that idea and also. Uh, the proportions on the feathers and it was a whole thing like a finding the actual feathers or the 
actual prints. Even uh, I was calling <laughs> to find a guy because the, it's, a, it's a fairy story, but at the same time you have to find, for me it was really important to get the, the actual print or the actual, uh, how are the feathers in order to keep going, otherwise the story, it could be a doll, it could be another thing. You like, wanted so. it to be fantasy, but still like partially factual. Like rooted yes, in reality yeah. in that otherwise way. Otherwise yeah. it could be something else. Mm -hmm. So yeah. the... So I found a, and I don't remember the place, but it was a there was a university that they have all the scanned feathers of the mockingbird. Oh, lovely! So I was so lucky. But then the print it was so difficult because they are like um, urban. They are, they are in the urban areas, but then they are not like uh, they are on the grass, on the concrete. So it's really difficult to find That's the actual so print. So I found there was in a book. But I yes, I was even like uh, doing research. I went. I bought a book about tree. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, a professor of the corner uh, university was so I, I was looking for so many um, through websites and things that I don't even remember but uh, a professor sent me um, the name of the book where it was a print of that it was a, it was from a um, Galapagos they have like a mockingbird so they have sand over there because here you have the mockingbird in the sun, oh, we have here, great. but they don't go to the beach. No. But over there, they, they have so they have a little print in the book. And you <laughs> so got and that's what you use for your yes. concrete, like the yes. the stepping stones, the prints. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, it was really good. lovely. It was a lovely event too, oh, and it was like you. you were kind of looking for the next stepping stone, kind of you. How many did you do? Why? How many did I? The, the idea we divided in three sections because the idea was like a, having the pro, the it was about like a, a discovering the neighborhood so it was like a hidden places so there were three places around the fat village yeah hey, it was yes. really incredible <laughs> that was one of the the yeah that was like when I when I saw, I think that that's the only public work of you that I saw. And then I remember, I don't know what exhibition it was, also staying with the birds. You do the, the birds on the line. Oh, the Frank, maybe. And the, there, there were the black, the black ones. That was in an exhibition, maybe in the Audrey Love Gallery area. I saw them in, in the bakehouse, I believe. The, the birds that are, is it, uh, those are, I think, I'm not sure about are they metal or are they? Oh, the support is metal, but then the actual birds are casting. Casted, yeah. They're casting hydrogen, and they did another city with resin uh -huh. for outdoors. But... <laughs> but it was a, a long series. It was, you it was, made them over and over, right? You made uh, them. No, the, the actual thing it was like a, a long time ago when they have the first Arwenwood. I was working with. A, with Bernice. Bernice Steinbaum, yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. The first show that I got was in here, he was over there, but I did a big installation, but just was for display. But the birds were sold individually. Oh, really? So nobody, I think that nobody gave the idea because everyone, everyone was taking pictures under the installation, but nobody even asked. But they were like, a, no, a lot of sales. <laughs> but you <laughs> so, sold them individually, so yes. that they, they, they had a, like a, a small little 
uh, her choice coin and there was sitting there but they said the way that it was displayed it was a big installation like a 20 feet by yeah. a wide but 10 feet uh, with them so it was yeah. like a, it's a crossing line oh beautiful <laughs> and that was your first year in miami that you got to do that that was like your first year in miami that you got invited to show there uh, no actually it was uh, no it was before but for the uh, about that particular piece mm -hmm. i started the the installation there and then i started doing like a, a wall pieces mm -hmm. yeah it's, so, i saw one of the so, wall pieces i think like so many it's like a 500 boards or something or more or something like that yeah incredible <laughs> and also one series you did in a different color in a reddish tone or in a oh yes yeah i was trying the, the colors uh -huh. yeah but i wasn't that happy with the colors i like more the, the black the black uh, or the white yeah because of the 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 shadows, but the the whole thing about those birds it wasn't about the the colors because it, um, always what's what I see about the birds is like uh, you see the old ones. I was drumming home and in the morning I was in and take pictures as far as there. Any corner, but not any corner, but different, uh, particularly in one point, there were so many. So I was taking pictures. And in the morning and also in the evening, they gathered together and they are always in one point. And it doesn't matter the colors because always they look black. So it's like, a, for me, it was always like, a, I like the idea that uh, the fact that they are like a 3D, but it looks like a silhouette. Uh -huh. So I was playing with the, they're not black birds, they are any color birds but with the at that time with the back of light the back oh, yeah. light yeah. looks like a, they don't have form it's just a shape yeah so that's why it's like yeah for your psa show i missed it it was at fiu you made a, a piece for you. yes oh thank god i was about to say you better have that piece for me um you made an installation how many wasn't it like a thousand did you make like a thousand birds? No, I didn't get so far. Because you said I were, so many. You made so many, but it, once again, it was like, like birds. They look like birds. <laughs> Can we talk about this this love for um, poultry? <laughs> another, <laughs> for, yeah, there was another, another yes. bird in the in the yes. wall installation. When did this start? How little were you when you fell in love with the birds? It, it's funny because I never think about like my thinning <laughs> that birds, but ended up in eggs or birds or everything looks like. Uh, yeah. I don't know. But it's even like your a big, big, big sculptures. Yeah, somebody told me like, ah, oh, that looks like a bird. In it's not supposed to be a bird, right? Which one? The the, the big, big white one. It's like a I bird. Know. I never thought it's like a bird. Neither. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We're revealing things that you never thought of before. Maybe an obsessed with birds that I didn't realize. <laughs> Did you ever have any pet birds? No. In Argentina growing up, were you around? No, because I feel I feel bad like having the birds in, in, a, cage. in a cage. They have the whole sky and they don't even can fly and then confine. There's something to be said like about the freedom of birds, I think. The, the I think capacity so. to fly and just like escape and do whatever it is you want. Do you feel that that goes in hand with like the imagination and the stories that you like to build? Mm, mostly, I think like a, that piece is always reminding like a, it's like a fleeting time when they're 
if something beautiful happens or something like a past and you want to hold it or you want to keep something about that and then it's gone so but it has something with that thing that is like you know you cannot hold it it's something fleeting like, <laughs> yes <it's something laughs> yeah i think it's that thing of the birds and i also what i love about them is like uh, i think the fact that they for them they're not countries so they're not limits you know in the sense like a passing one point and all people that and then like I imagine, I think like a, we should, we, it has to be, the whole thing is to be like that, you know, how to have a visa, have a visa, or, you know, it's all about birds like a fly and move freely in that sense, like mm -hmm. that's what, and maybe is that, I never even try to rush find the logic or the rationalized way. I mean, like it's not all like birds either. I feel like you're very like, like naturalistic almost because I mean, you also have like the, the beautiful, you mean like vegetation, like um, the plants that were like sculptural and went on the wall. Wasn't that for Bernice's show as well? The one she had at the, at her old gallery space? Do you remember mm. they were like white and they were like large and they were on the wall? Ah, oh, was that the thing is, like, I always come They look like fronds. Yeah, the fungus. Which almost kind of sort of look like wings as well, or feathers. <laughs> really? Oh my god. <laughs> like I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. They look like fronds or, 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 or But fungus. the thing is, like, I always, uh, when I start sensing, for instance, that piece, it was like a fungus. Actually, uh, somebody gave me a piece of uh, marble. No, it wasn't marble, it was onyx. You know, they had a beautiful colorations and drawings and it was like a from a, a scrap from a countertop and it was so thin it's like I like volume what are you gonna do with this and I was sitting and sitting then and and I couldn't throw it away because it was so beautiful but then one day like it hit me like oh it looks like a those uh, fungus like they grow on the trees so I decided to make a I was following the, the drawings and the ruins to make that piece that is coming oh, like a wall fungus instead of like a tree, tree fungus. <laughs> <laughs> and then the thing is like, uh, and then I push, push it that piece farther uh, to change the material and the color and then became another thing. So it's no, the white ones, like a translucent mm -hmm. ones, it doesn't look like a fungus, it's something else that, so I changed the name, I didn't call it anymore like a more fungus. It just developed it's, out of that. Yes, yeah. I call it stillness, mm -hmm. stillness, but it's something like a, you can, otherwise I would name everything untitled because untitled, <laughs> I'm not like a watch, but they are. <laughs> so. Do you feel you that? You get away so with untitled. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know which piece I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking you need an image. You should have the numerically untitled one, two, three, through. Like, just have a picture. But you don't know what it is if you call it untitled. You don't oh, remember like, it. Untitled 77. Oh, no, that's this one. <laughs> and then you put it in parentheses. Oh, the white one. Yeah, exactly. With the materials. Yeah, I'm curious about your material usage because you do have a, a wide variety. I mean, mostly it is it lives in the realm of sculpture, but like how did you start to experiment with different materials and also decide like this is the one I want to go to or you've never used it before and you, you ask somebody that you know who has an expert in that field and then decide to use that material. Can you talk about that material usage? Ah, materials. Because I have to say, I'm like, I'm like a huge fan. Yes. And, and I think, we, I don't know, Elisa does a lot with different materials, but I'm just... 
jealous of your skills like so clean. incredible so clean. you're doing marble you're Beautiful. doing uh, <laughs> aluminum you're doing like as you said you did you're doing uh, ceramics like or casting mm. or you're 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 making these incredibly big huge, huge sculptures mm. out of metal or whatnot it's just granite it's like i'm like how to heck did you learn all those techniques and like but the thing is like uh, when people ask me to people ask me like why don't you teach it's like i don't know to i don't know anything <laughs> in the sense like you know that i don't know anything but i know like a particular like married with one material and they think i think like everything i what I say is like when I think on a piece, I think I thinking of how it should be, mm -hmm. and then I learn how to use it. Or, or maybe I'll, for instance, the one that I did, I you, it was cement. I, I said like, oh, I want to make like this high. Well, I, I'm five, same. So I said like, oh, I want a piece like that or something like this wide where you spread your arms. I'm like this. But okay, one material. <laughs> and then you think, oh, what it could be? And then you think, oh, and then you you go to the list. Ah, what about wood? What about this? But this is like a, oh plaster, but it's no resistant. And then oh, and wood or something. No, it's too expensive. And then I ended up like doing cement because I like the how it feels or how the is soundproof and yeah. you can buy it anytime at Home Depot until, oh, I should, <laughs> until 11 p.m. No, it's very available material. So it's like, um, you're like, so. you're like, I'm not going to need a drop if you're not paying oh, me. It's okay. We all love Home Depot here. <laughs> or Lazo, yes. or Ace Hardware, yeah. or whichever. It's, no, really Home Depot. Story. I, I kind of like Home than... Depot. I have to say. <laughs> but actually, Home Depot has like a better stuff, but it's like, a, oh, but they're more like Home Depot. That happens to me usually too, yeah. <laughs> but it's like, um, so let's, let's talk a little bit. Uh, about the countries that involve what makes up Valeria Yamamoto, right? So there is, like the birds, kind of, there's a Japanese and Argentinian uh, part, and then, mm. but you were born in Buenos Aires, you grew up in Argentina, yes. right? But you have mm -hmm. Japanese um, uh, background. Yes. Background. My father was. Your Japanese, father was. My mother was Argentinian, but she was born actually in Argentina. And then. Yes. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your background and how you came to Miami as well? Oh, well, the thing is, well, I was born in Argentina, in Buenos Aires, in a small Japanese colony, so in the countryside. So I think like many things that like come in, I don't know, if, sometimes you don't know like a what is like a, what is part from you or your work coming from which part if because i was in the countryside and i like nature or was for the you know everybody many people that see my world like they say oh it's so asian <laughs> <laughs> because it's nature based so clean oh, mm -hmm. yes in that sense but i don't know which part is for which part uh, what 
coming from. But you, so um, you grew up speaking Japanese as well? No, really. Not that's really. another thing. Uh, my father was uh, used to speak to us in um, myself and my sisters uh, in Japanese, and we always reply in Spanish. Because oh. we are like, oh. <laughs> it's like a, that's a really good oh, I'm, I'm Argentina, why? So we have to speak that other language. I live in Argentina, I don't need yeah. Japanese. Yeah. <laughs> and those kind of things. <laughs> but, but we used to go to a little school, like a, you know, like a colony school. Like a, I still remember, remember some hiragana, some basic thing, hiragana, mm. little bit of hiragana, I wanted some characters still. Mm -hmm. And then in, in Argentina, you went, you went to school already there for graphic design, right? That was the first uh, kind of education there, like yes. higher education? Mm -hmm. Yes, because uh, the thing is, uh, you know, how it is certain countries. You don't imagine, like, uh, I wanted to do like a fine art, but then say, no, you're going to stop to the yes. Oh my god, no. you had such Latino parents. I don't yes. care if you say that from Japan. That sounds like such a parental thing. Like, you're going to starve if you're an artist. You need to do something that's... No, you're going to... Yeah, you're going to feed uh, yourself. Yeah. So what are you going to do? You're like, oh, I want to do graphic design. Cough, cough. Same cough, here. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I get my undergrads from graphic design as well. So I, I totally understand it. So it. But <laughs> I, I love typography. Like, obsessed. Like, love oh. it. Incredibly so. She's geeks out about it. I love to touch things and work sculpturally and work with mm. material and so computers not my friend and so I feel that I like to you know physically make anyways this is your yeah, story yeah but you combine both yeah I make them both yeah it's funny because at the same time I've, I've realized that well there is no waste in art no you just anything like a, yeah, even though it crosses if you were over. like a working in a restaurant or working in a you know, cleaning <laughs> floors or anything everything it helps what you are or who you are or how you make things everything there's is, a kernel yeah yes yes so graphic design. So funny. What was your favorite part of graphic design, personally for you? Um, the closest thing, calligraphy. Calligraphy. Oh, it was great. I was also going to think, like, with all these, like, um, public art things, like, you have to make, like, actual proposals, and you have to make mock-ups. Like, I think your graphic design background probably definitely helps a lot. Yeah, Photoshop. Yeah, Photoshop and all those things. Yes. And also, I think like, uh, it helps me a lot in the sense like uh, you see the, you have like a, you um, train your eye to yeah. see balance, to see proportional things, yeah. and yeah. you you catch up things uh, when you're doing like, ah, oh, see something that you know, like, like oh. you don't like, <laughs> you're like, oh yeah, this is, that's fun. I yes. like that a lot. In the sense like uh, proportions, rhythm, you're out of balance, you know, it's, those clinical eyes. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. It's like signing a flyer with Elisa. It's like, no. don't you see this is not in line with this and that? And this has, oh yeah, this has to be a point to the left, please. A click. No, a click. This don't has to be a click to the left. Don't like, tell the public what are you talking about? But it's like, that but makes you, know, you after, it trains you After you, you click it, she's yes. like, oh, I see it now. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, girl, you have yeah. to learn to see. the. Yeah, yeah it has to be. It's definitely... I feel your work is uber balanced, incredibly so. Is it balanced when you create it in your mind 
and then you make it come into fruition? Or are there certain stages when you're not sure how it's going to turn out, the projects that you make? The things I got depends on the the work. For instance, I work in installation mm -hmm. and sculpture per se is a different way because in a sculpture you find the balance when you're doing and the installation is it's like a different pieces that come together and then you play around and see the flow see where it fits in the space i agree with that i think when you make it yourself the piece individual in your studio like obviously you're going to make it balanced you're going to make it function for within that space but when you're doing a site-specific artwork somewhere else it's like how is it going to live in this place and so you have to maneuver it until it feels right mm. yeah i agree with that let's discuss um, like Maria was saying the journey after graphic design to the to states Miami, yeah when did that happen Oh, and why Miami? Why not Spain or anywhere else? Ah, oh, no, because actually I came with my my ex. So okay. it's, it's always a journey. But you already like had a... in mind that you would go back to school here, that you would mm. use this relocation. No. Not not really. It just happened. No, no I didn't have actually. The plan to do that. Mm -hmm. It was like a, you know, when you go to one place and then things are start leading the one side or another, and then you ended up. Even I always like a final, but then I never saw as a um, viable to work from art or being an artist in Argentina. It was even the concept. <laughs> I didn't have even the concept like a, a of artists it's more like a visual more like a visual art i imagine like, oh, um, it, the teaching teaching is like a i don't know the the or means or something the, come, yeah. yes inners in the you know, i'm saying no but it's like a more complicated no even like a it's not even that i'm talking about like a uh, yes, when you saw art, it's so far away, something like, a, oh, I don't know, even, I didn't, I didn't used to go to art galleries or art museums, <laughs> it was science, <laughs> museums, or things like that. Art, it was something like, a, even sculpture, even it wasn't in the in your panorama, you know, in, like mm -hmm. a, in your view. like a, You see it, but you never thought of it for yourself, yeah. Yes, it was even farther, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, a, oh, as a painter, with a, um, a photographer, but no, like a sculptor, it wasn't even a war for that. Even like, a, you know, when kids, they, they do something, like, oh, he's going to be a painter, or he's going to be an artist, but you do something like a 3D, nobody says that he's going to be an artist, or he's going to Or a sculptor, it's not like... Oh, it's going to be a sculptor. No, nobody say that. Were you that kid? Did you make things like that when you were growing up, or...? I used to, like, um, when I was, like, a little kid, like, a, three years old, something like I used to go to the bathroom and spend hours like uh, um, playing with the soap. <laughs> like I was doing like uh, flowers, a little pot and things like that. So you were kind of shaping the soap or you were... Yes, with little flowers or oh, uh. making 
voces, sus thingies, <risa> o bueno, es una vieja habla a los sisters, we are nine. So you're a big family. So even, even, even though like that, I used to play or uh, do things like a of my own. Like, doing. You had your little world. Yeah. Yes, I used to play with my, my sister, but the things uh, also, I had those things that it was. Uh -huh. We were playing um, to find the, how you say, the club, trebles, club? Uh, trebles, like the four-leaf clover? The four, yes. Four-leaf clover. Clovers. Like the, the clovers. ones with the leprechauns clovers, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No clo <laughs> clovers, yeah. <laughs> I make it up worse. Well, in, there were three and then I make four leaves. Oh, I know, the ones you're talking about. I think my, my onomaxical <laughs> grows them in a little... Yeah. Like I find the... the Always. You found the happy, the happy leaf the, the that made it look special. I'm making my fourth leaf yeah, clover. How can you find another fourth? I got this. I like it's my little secret. Wow. Little secret. <laughs> I love that. I'm when, when did it, did the moment happen in Miami that you were like, I gotta go to art school. This is what I need to do. I want to be like, this is what I want to want to be. When did that happen? Mm. The thing is, at the beginning, I started taking classes of English classes. Oh, okay. that's how you got it. Okay, that's yes. how you went back to school. Well, I went mm -hmm. to school then, and then I took like a, a you know, those non non credit classes, and then or I general took, courses eventually. Yes, mm -hmm. and then I I started with the college English, and then oh, what about like um. Appreciation, drawing, and you need to sit down here. And then they end up like doing the AA. <laughs> yeah, because I saw that you first you did the AA and then you went to art history, right? Yeah, and then you finally did the BFA. And I was like, oh my God, you really went from one run yeah, to the next. But it was like a, we were supposed to be like a film three years, four years, something like that. And they were like a renewing the visa and they say, oh, one more year, what are you going to do? <laughs> they say, Eric, this, okay, this let's one. do another degree. <laughs> thing, you know. Yes, but even I found a sculptor really yeah, not that long ago in that sense because I was doing like um, drawing, painting, photography, like everything. But then uh, when I found like a sculptor, oh, this is it, you know, and it's the rest was out was, the window and it was really, that yeah, was your... just mm -hmm. carving I go, Zook, it me to And pouring and making molds. Oh. Was that, was there yeah. a special teacher that was inspiring you at school or after, or a person afterwards or like an artist that was like inspiring you to, you know, to stick with sculpture to, or was it just the material, just the, the process yeah, of it? The thing is, I started uh, first time in when I was at Miami Dade College. Uh, we have a class. I think like a um, well, one thing is like a, for instance, in my sisters and in my house, like a, everybody know how to do things. So, the, um, but for me, everything was normal. Ah, uh, everybody knows how to draw, uh, draw. Everyone knows how to do this and that. And people say, oh, you're good in 3D. So go, anyone can do this. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think it was a big deal because yes, it came it easy to you. Yes, I just, um, 
gonna be the car from a movie that I was there and without, you know, the hunger, <laughs> the cleaner. Oh, and I, put, I bought some things and, and it was looking nice, you know, but then so, but I didn't, I didn't see that as a sculpture. Uh -huh. It was something, it was crap. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then uh, when I, in Miami Day, I was having uh, a class, I was 3D um, with Jenny Izquierdo, was, uh, it was a 3D, um, how you say it? Like an intro to 3D sculpture class kind of thing? It wasn't, you didn't call it um, 3D design, I think? Uh-huh, yeah. I don't remember the, the name of that. And then it was more like a sculpture in that sense mm -hmm. because we were playing with materials and it was assignment like, a, okay, like a, a doing one form, like a expanding and contracting. And then it was with those exercises, like, oh, that's a way. I felt really attracted to that class. And then when I went to FIU, it was, oh, okay. <laughs> I ended up in the studio. That's what, yeah, the sculpture studio. Mm -hmm. When you when you graduated mm. from college, like you finished with your your BFA, right? How mm. was the transition for you from being like in school, having all the facilities that you needed all the time? I know to oh kind of God. like you know be be kind of like thrown out of that, you know, and then uh, well, actually it was a bad example. <laughs> yes. You were a bad example. <laughs> <laughs> was, after me, they put some restrictions. <laughs> I don't know. But I was taking some one credit that uh, I so I was hanging around all the time. So it was like I turned around. So you just never left school, basically. <laughs> I moved to here, basically. How many yeah. semesters of one credit classes did you take until they were like, oh, oh no, you've got to go? And then you're like, oh god, oh, I've got to look for serious <laughs> Don't let me count those years. <laughs> because even like I was taking one class and then I was going, you know, in different town, like uh, it was kind of sneaky, <laughs> working outside. Like, uh, well, I mean, it has such great facilities, I think. I oh, think that's yeah, one of the, like the things that most people do miss once they leave, whether it's undergrad or grad school, is like the actual equipment that's equipment. At, that's so available to you. Mm. Like if you were to set up your own shop, it's so expensive, but it's just all available readily for you to use there. They should rent out passes for people to come in. They, and, I remember, like, at one point they wanted to do something like that, like having a, it you would be a so fee. Great. Um, yeah, like you could do a workshop or something I, and then pay for the facilities. Um, I could see it being tricky though, like, you know, maintenance yeah, and but a long time ago, and, I don't know. Yeah, I now think it might that be yeah, from the back to the past, yeah, you know, everything changed. But it was something, like, I remember like at one point they were trying to do something like that, that uh, there was an, an idea going around about like uh, uh, having paid a fee or something so you can work or do something particular. Especially yeah. in a sculpture because it's so yeah. difficult to find the, 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 the actual space. Yeah, even, I mean the only even, thing you could yes. potentially do is, do is teach, right? Because for fac faculty can also use all the facilities. Mm. You could teach if you want to sneak your way back in. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> God. <laughs> 
Do you have everything or do you have all the facilities you need here at the bakehouse? Not really, right? Because no, actually we were talking about that. The metal and shop needs to be... Middle, yes, it was shut down at one yeah. point and then I was working with, yes, with another artist. Like, uh, so try to get it up and running. Mm -hmm. And yes, but then they might be opening. There, yeah. Yes. So how did you find out about the bakehouse after you left um, FIU? Uh, I knew people that were here. Oh really? Yes. Did they tell you to join? And it's so so strange because when I first came into Miami, uh, I wanted to do something. I wanted to do ceramics actually. So I was looking through the really? even like a, so I said, oh, even before I started to, the, uh, I have to wait like a little bit to the classes start for English. So uh, I was looking through the internet and the first place that I came, it was here. <gasps> to take classes. To take classes. Really? But at that, that time so it was only, they have a program for the, uh, I think high school kids and after school. They were like, a, the facilities were here, but, um, it wasn't open to the public. But then, so many years later, here you, are. you came back. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, it's funny. life is funny sometimes, truly. It's really. And um, strange. We, uh, let's talk a little bit about what you're working on right now and what projects you have, or if you have any upcoming shows, let us know. You know, what, what's going on right now? Yeah. Oh. If we can know about it, unless it's top secret. Unless hmm? it's top secret. Don't, don't spill the beans. Uh, uh, <laughs> I do. Hmm. Uh. <laughs> uh, because, I don't know, I think it's going to be for the next year, at the, maybe for the next year, at the end of the year, or the next year. Okay, 2019 or 2020. Yes. If I was invited for the Norto Museum, <gasps> wow, that's phenomenal. Yes, we were, I was talking with the curator. Um, that's so great. Still, nothing is set. set yeah. This, like, well, into the really universe, is. hopefully it happens. Mm. That's exciting. Um, and, and also, yes, <laughs> we were talking about like a big size sculpture, and now I'm working under the <laughs> magnifying glasses. <laughs> I'm doing a, a tiny installations you're so extremist i love it you're like either i'm super big or i'm super small what are you working on the no the thing is like um, i never have even like a, for the mockingbird i have to do it like a, some mock-ups and i i realized i didn't have a uh, pencils or scissors nothing like a <laughs> even a cutting mat nothing was i have to buy everything because i didn't have anything else for doing and I have to use glasses also. <laughs> yeah, like I have nothing that I You're just like, this is so weird. I'm like, I'm like, what the hell am I doing? Uh, yes, and I went to the actual uh, art supplies places. Yes. <laughs> art supplies were to come to You were not places. buying cement for the change. Yes, I was going to Hialeah, Doral, uh, industrial area. <laughs> So I said, oh, I go to the art supply place <laughs> to buy like a scissors and little things, you know, uh, brushes. I didn't have anything of those. <laughs> so, 
And when I was doing the, the maquette, I started doing like a small thing. So I was playing around with materials. Um, one of them, they were like a metal. Oh, okay. Like a, but are you seeing like um, the soda cans metal? Okay. Yeah. So I started doing like a feathers. Then I'm, and I'm doing uh, now like a small uh, leaves and petals. But all the things that I do is like a powder boarding and to see the manatees. It's not like I'm, I'm very, very, I don't know, like a really physical person, like I'm going mad. But uh, I like to see the manatees and the fishies and those kind of things. Um, and I love the drifting. So um, the series that I'm doing, still, I started last year, no, at the beginning of this year, but... Which already uh, feels like last year for some reason. Uh, yes, I don't know, yeah, sometimes you glue, so quick, right? I, I, I glue two years together, <laughs> so I don't know, it's like, oh, this year. <laughs> like, when did this year actually be? <laughs> <laughs> so these maquettes that you're making, how many are they, approximately, like how many of these little tiny maquettes that you, you've been using with like your magnifying glass have you made? Mm, how I made it? Yeah, because you know, how many? Like how many? Like how many? Yeah, you said you've made a few of them, but for a series. Um, I think like a twenty or something. Oh, wow! Wow! Okay. And you, you, uh, you basically mm. cut the aluminum, or you? Yes. And you I bend did. it, or you? Yes, uh, I bend it, or I do like a, I use the trim out to make the holes, like the eating part of the leaves. And I show you a picture later. <laughs> it seems it very exciting. It sounds like you're you're on your way back to where you started with the little soaps and the little roses and like the, the size of it. Oh, you know? It sounds like you're coming back to like the miniature, the, like the... Yes, I think like a, for me it's like a, if I, I believe that every piece has its size. Mm -hmm. It's like a, you, you, for me it's not saying, oh, I'm doing pieces this size. It's more like a, sometimes it's like a, you want to be under or walk between a piece, or you want to hold it, or you want to get closer. Yeah. And so it's how you feel about the piece. Yeah. Every piece has the, the own materials or the own texture or... Or sometimes it's like a random or some capricious mm -hmm. and this is like, I want to work with this material. And then you <laughs> have got to come up with something to work with this. <laughs> yes, it happened with the, the awnings. The piece, I want to do something, but I don't know what. But then it was, I want to use it, but I know how, when or how. Mm -hmm. But then you, I started working with that. It's mm -hmm. like a... But for me, like a sculptor has a lot of things to play. The sense like uh, in, I don't know, it's like a, for me it reminds me when I was doing those the big pieces. It's like when I was a child, I used to play with my sister, going to uh, climb trees. So you know, it has that sense of uh, play. Yeah, I me mean, or makes him mad. <laughs> but also, I feel like it dwarfs you. I feel like your larger pieces actually it does. This is the second time in a row I see like Alice in Wonderland. Like it feels like these really large, like when you're little and you like eat the shortcake and you just shrink. When they're really large, you feel small within yourself again. And this coming from a gigantor, I'm like 5'9". So when I'm next to like a huge sculpture, I'm like, oh, I feel kind of small and <laughs> petite and, 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 you know, more insignificant. And it, it kind of like, it, it makes you regress back to, I feel like, like a younger, kind of like more, like a different headspace. I don't know if that makes any sense. Like... 
But it, sounds, it has something to do also with the mood. Or sometimes it's like a, you do something and you want to do like a quiet and really small. And, and now I feel like, a, I feel like, oh, you're getting bored. I feel like I want to get the hammer or things like a chainsaw or whatever. <laughs> I do something else. But it depends on the cycle. I don't know. Last question before Maria asks her question. Um, do you work on multiple projects at once or is it just like one specific piece until you see it completed or do you work on many things at once? Mm. Mm. It depends. I try to finish each project. I'm, sometimes I work in, in between, but uh, otherwise, but I always try to pull my my ears <laughs> I got to finish one project <laughs> otherwise before I was, you have started a new one yes it's like my mother you always you never finish it okay, I have to finish you know it's like you have to do your father like a star like a thing so you're not finished <laughs> so it's like a within yourself like this a plan to try to complete oh, yes, I have to finish this like, oh god mm. <laughs> okay Maria has her final <laughs> question oh, very final question is you've been sitting in a magical rocking chair yeah fairy tale with the mockingbirds and the other birds and everything <laughs> swarming around <laughs> flying over borders but it grants you three wishes you can wish for anything and everything but you have to say it out loud for it to come true yes. so what are your three, three wow. wishes three three wishes mm -hmm. okay Mm. Mm. I love when people are stumped. I'm like, oh. I know what I wish I could, <laughs> I, I I wish I could take mouth. some pictures I now. Mouth. I have to think. <laughs> for example, I should take the Polaroid during this time, and everybody's like, ooh, what do we do? I know what I would wish for. I wish I could eat anything. <laughs> and not gain weight. There you go. That'd be amazing. I would eat bread all day. Bread and butter. Mm -hmm. Bread and butter, really? That's yeah. your wish? Oh, yeah. To be able to eat bread and butter all day? Oh, yeah. Delicious. With cheese and ham. So good. Anyways, oh. Valeria, three wishes. Three wishes. Hi. Well, I'm waiting for a project like a come true oh. because it's something like a okay. isn't there. It was going around and around. I have the maquette and everything. Is like, but for that project, I need like a certain height of walls and certain that I cannot do it in in my studio. Uh -huh. Okay. So may you find the funding, the project approval, and the space to make this project happen. Yes. Yes. That's a good wish. That's already three wishes, by the way. No, it all I'm goes done. on one. Maybe one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she's done. Um, this is, uh, yes, that was that would be a combo. That was a combo. Okay. Yes. First like, one is the space and the funding, space. and then bigger yeah. space, funding, and then get the project. Those yeah. are three wishes. There yes. you go. <laughs> I guess the height. And the height. <laughs> the height. Yeah.
Okay. Well, thank you so much for stopping to visit us today. Oh, thank you. That was really great. We hope you do get. We hope you get the Wavemaker grant, even if we pulled you out of the session. I don't think that they'll penalize you. I highly doubt it. I think I think you're gonna be good. I think you're gonna be good. And yeah, well, Alisa, thank you again. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. If you celebrate, it's already happening. Yeah. And we'll be back after Thanksgiving with a new rocking chair session. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.